Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. It's John Holmberg here adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spend a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is, when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video, so it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect. Design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. All righty there. Thank you, Alliance. Our wake-up song for the morning's end. Uh, before we get to anything else, Brett is on his way on this beautiful Thursday to help out the Phoenix Rescue Mission. It is Operation Hydration. We need your help. And today, Brett is going, uh, oh, Brett's dream, Bell and 35th Avenue. He loves avenues. Take a drive down 35th Avenue. 35th Avenue and Bell, that's where he's going. Uh, Safeway is where he's at, and you can donate a case of water to help us out. Operation Hydration is doing what they can. For the heat relief efforts, and boy, are we going to need them now. We've been lucky up to this point that the summer hasn't attacked us yet, but we knew it was coming. We were just talking about Game of Thrones off the air. Winter is coming, and Arizona summer is coming. And there's no little dumb girl that's going to stab summer in the chest and make it go away and make you go, what the hell have I been watching the last seven years? Not today, devil. Yeah, miserable. But, uh, yeah, that was just awful, but we're getting it. 114 on Saturday, 117 or higher on Sunday. And uh, that means we're going to get ourselves some heat issues. And uh, nothing better than loading up that beautiful place over there at Phoenix Rescue Mission with all these bottles of water you guys drop off and helping out with uh, the the heat relief efforts. And they go to the homeless. They go to people who are struggling. They go to people. Those water stations are for all of us. So if you find yourself struggling and they're down there, they're out there around in the trucks that go around that are filled with water that see people in need and hand them out. It's for everybody. If you see somebody from, we just had our, our owners in from Minnesota. They did not do, like, the outside well. They, they were afraid to open couldn't doors. They just couldn't believe it. And it wasn't, wasn't 117 yet. And, you know, they stay in a hotel. Next thing you know, they're walking around to go to, you know, from the Sheraton over to Hanny's downtown, and they're, they're bonking out. One of those trucks goes by, hands them some water. <laughs> Truly life-saving. And we need to do that. Again, I stand by this. We're the fifth and and now closing in on fourth largest city in America. No reason anybody should ever drop out because we didn't have water for them. There should be water everywhere. All over this place. And we uh, we struggle with that. So 35th Avenue and Bell, that's where Brett is. And we're doing our part. You guys always help us out. You do great. So thank you. We'll find it. And oh, he's got also uh, tickets to go see Disturbed. He's going to have those with him. uh, Offspring concert tickets for you guys as you come by. And uh, probably even we'll throw in some Guns N' Roses for him also. It is Hot. Yeah, you don't get the little Gerda Thunberg to come up and stab the White Walkers and say summer's not going to happen this year. It's going to happen. It's going to happen this weekend. Just in time for all you idiots to start lobbing firecrackers in the air. Great. Already. <laughs> Negative seven. Pre-entries already yeah. logged in. Good. Negative. Good. I hope they all blow hand off. Negative 7% humidity the other day. I didn't even know that was a thing. That, to me, tells me the gauges don't work. Zero should be like the lowest humidity can go, but no, you can go. You can go beyond that. We're, we're like so dry and ridiculous. Scottsdale just almost burned up yesterday. They got that Still thing going. Yeah, it's a little bit, but they figured it out. Mark Curtis only had to drive like twenty five minutes to go stand next to that tragedy, which was great. But yeah, by all means, love your have your report and your explosion there in the driest times we can find. Uh, this is great. Everybody's sending them over. Toledo's found a couple more. Uh, this one I like. Plankton singing I'm Begging by Maniskin. This is... Put your loving hand out, baby. 
This song drives me nuts. I'm picturing Plankton. That's the best part. And Karen Rock. Oh, this song. I'm begging, begging you to put your love in the hand. Now, Betty, there. I'm begging, begging you to put your love in the hand. Down with the sickness. Plankton doing down with the sickness. See, I, all more more uh, stuff from SpongeBob covering rock hits and things, and I'm thrilled. Oh, you got to plug in there, man. Oh boy, here we go. Turn your end up low. Rounding deep in my sea I love Plankton. More SpongeBob singing rock songs. That's all I care about. Golden. That's hilarious. Yeah, what was the other one you had over here? Uh, There's some other ones that I'm diving into. Not Chester Bennington doing Careless Whisper. Yeah. Huh. I feel so right Screen? Michael Jackson doing the Titanic thing. This is perfect. Every night in my dreams, I see you, but I feel you. That is how I know you go. Later in his career, he stopped. He started doing like a Blink 182 accent. It was like, oh, oh, he put umlauts on all of them. Oh, if he was still alive, this would be part of his Vegas residency. He'd be singing that like crazy. Somebody's saying Plankton does My Way by Sinatra. Oh, my goodness. I find that one. Peter Griffin doing Careless. Why why did everybody do Careless Whisper? Apparently, it's the easiest one to do on on Voiceify. I don't know. Evidently. They can plug it in. Just pops right in there. And and it's just the idea of this is the Rick Roll of AI for cartoons. This AI thing scares me, and I love it at the same time. I feel so unsure As I take your hand and lead you to the dance floor As the music dies, something in your eyes Calls to mind a silver screen And all it's sad that's good. Peter's good. Oh my God! It could, it'll never end. Who's this? Is, is this Patrick Star doing Strangers of the Night? Yeah. I think Patrick's my favorite. Strangers in the night. Yeah, Patrick's my favorite. Exchanging glances, wandering in the night. What were the chances we'd be sharing love? Before the night was through <laughs> Something in your eyes <laughs> See, This is a funny good fit A funny person would woo a woman to this Right Yeah was If you could so dance exciting, and Somehow manage to penetrate while this played in the background And not laugh told me You're the most brilliant man alive have you If you can have Patrick like it would be, oh that's a panty dropper and it's also hilarious. Great job, Patrick. Sing to her. Let's get her panties off. Okay, I'll try. I love it. SpongeBob covers the world. That's what I need more of. Uh, Toledo and I were talking about this. Uh, for people who are known for uh, being so great at math, what the hell was South Korea thinking with this birthday thing? I didn't know. That in South Korea, the day you're born, you're one. Yeah. And then the January 1st, you're a, you're the next year. So if you were born December 20th, in two weeks, you're two. Right. According that's to I the did, That's papers. what I didn't understand what you were saying. I'm like, yeah. okay, I get starting at the the year that you're sure. on. But they didn't understand. You've been, you've been brewing for a yeah. year, sure. basically. Yeah. This just comes back to being stubborn. 
Yeah. They had an idea a while. It's, it's a Jerry Seinfeld's old bit about chopsticks. He's, you know chopsticks, you know they know yes. they're a bad idea because in fields, nobody's out there with two giant sticks You're doing plowing. <laughs> right. We have forks and pitchforks pitch and all sorts of things. <laughs> you don't pick things up uh, that are big with two giant sticks. So they just stuck with it because they're stubborn and it was their idea. And they're like, ah, somebody came up with a fork and that's clearly better. But we're not abandoning this chopstick thing. The same thing with this. Birthdays made sense. And South Korea's like, nope, we're doing it for, because uh, this is how we've always done it. So if you were born December 20th, and then in January you're 1st, one. you're 2. Yep. So two weeks later, you're 2. So they just changed it. Finally, South Korea said, all right, this just doesn't work. And there are people who are about to turn 50 that are actually 48, and they're getting they're getting their age redone in South Korea. It is the weirdest thing. I'm reading about it, and I didn't really understand the reasons why. It was just to keep everybody uniform, and there was no birthday parties and stuff like that, although you still knew the day you were born. Like, they couldn't take that away. Like, what day were you born? Yeah, people people remember that. Yeah, they, they were told. And didn't the article say that that's still on your paperwork? Yeah. Your actual oh, yeah. day of birth. Right. That's it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So but you as can far always as when celebrate. You tell people right. and you check the boxes online, you got to check the other right. box. Right. Now, I always find it strange that because it, it does make sense that like I am finishing my 51st year. And on July 26th, right. I will be 51. Right. I have aged 51 years. Right. Instead of what they initially do is this is your first year. So when you're born, you start at 1. And you're two on your side because now you're, this, is the, this is the year I'm in. Mm-hmm. We do it the other way where we are now finishing the year. Mm-hmm. Then we assign the number, yep. right? Yeah. Because your birthday's coming up. Yep. I'll and be 55. you will be 55. That means 55 years have passed. Have passed, yeah. Now you're in yeah. your 56. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And next year at this time when I'm not yet 56, yeah. I'm closer to 56 than I am to 55. Right. This is your 55th summer. Right. Right. Yes. And then yeah. you close that up. Yeah. Strange. Starting in July 20th, you'll be in your 50 second. Like you've done half a summer. Yeah, I'll for hit 50 the equinox. You hit your, hit your yeah, middle. I'll hit my yeah. uh, 55 yeah. You're way equinox. past your middle, but you know what oh, I mean. Yeah. Way past. Oh, we way talked past. about that yesterday, too. Way past, yeah. yeah Toledo and I had a, I realized. talking about ages, and you're like, yeah, 47. Toledo's like, wow, I'm, I'm over the middle. Oh, you're way over the middle at way 47. You're all Do done. I want another 47? Do I want to no. be 94? No. No. Better start packing it in. I remember oh, my dad. I it was. Uh, told, you think I'm going to Thailand again? <laughs> yeah, just keep traveling. Just take a look around. See if you left anything behind, and then get out. So my dad said that to me about 12 years ago. He's like, yeah, I got maybe 15 good years left. That's about it. And I'm like, you're out of your. I'm like, nope. That's a, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. You have nailed it. I didn't realize that a 67 or 68 year old man at the time was telling me I got 15 years if I'm lucky, maybe 10, yeah. 10 healthy. I'm like, well, all right. And you start He's looking at your the gap that you had when your your dad growing up the whole time. You thought, ah, that's way out there. Yeah. Then when he finally, you're like, oh my gosh. Yep. You're next. You're thirty years away from that, yeah. or less than that, twenty five. And and that yeah. wall hits like with with my mom. It's been probably maybe four years now. Yeah. But like four years ago, my mom was doing everything, everything she she. And, the, and then the COPD hit her, and yeah. the last four years she's basically been a shut in. Yeah. Uh, COVID didn't help that. No. But, you know, she's, well, and because she's not, I know, but it's like, <laughs> it's, you, that's yeah. what I'm saying. When you hit that health wall, like you're talking yeah. about, yeah, then you can't start saying, I got, well, that was, I was talking about that yesterday on, uh, on the news. They're like, uh, you know, the difference between John Fetterman in Pennsylvania, not to make it political, and Joe Biden is John Fetterman is probably going to get better every day. And Joe Biden's going to get worse every right. Day. Like he's yeah. not getting better. Exactly. Like the yeah. more you, the more goofs you see from the president, aren't going to suddenly get cured. No. Like he's going to go. Not gonna be more coherent. Yeah, he's going the other way, mm-hmm. and there's no turning that around. No. Like when you're in your 80s, there's no like wow, Pinto biloba or whatever right. Brady I don't, used to yeah, take. I don't care what kind of pills you're on. He ain't coming back. Every day is going to be a little bit harder for him. That Fetterman guy, who I call Sling Blake Holmberg, that's what I see. He's a I look in the mirror and I'm like, wow, that is a sling blade version of me. Like and if he's I was like six eight, isn't he? Gigantic, just a massive. Like if I were to build the Holmberg monster, <laughs> it would be John Fetterman. <laughs> like it's alive, Frank and John. Yeah, Frank and Holmberg would be just weird, but it would look just like that. If I had the parts of, of and I'm just build myself a huge Holmberg to take over the world. <laughs> It would look like Fetterman, and it would probably be a, equally as 
you know, comprehensible. <laughs> the dude just stammers all over the place. But he's, he had a stroke. He had a brain bleed. So you look at it like, all right, give him some time. I don't know that he should be senator until that's all over. But give him – Hey, Feinstein's still a senator look, too. Exactly. She's on the no, way she, and she's not going to get better. No. So we got to start looking at stuff like that. I know there's a lot of people. I, I didn't mean to make it political, but we got to stop electing people who are on that trajectory. I know everybody loves Trump, but he's pushing 82. Also, T double O. You don't want to see 80 year olds. You know, it's amazing how fast they start to go the other direction. You saw it, your dad. Oh, yeah. Anybody else is like, wow, that's 80 really grabbed hold of you and pushed you one, the other one way. One little event on that decade. Can oh, that's really it. And, no, and even without an event, a little slower. Oh, little yeah. less happening every single day. Lisa's grandma in her, in her 90s fell at the home, broke yeah. her hip, doing fine up until then. Once she broke her hip, yeah. it was a fast track yep. to yep. the coffin. What we should do is elect a South Korean that's 80 because they're really 78. Okay. That's when we go. But, yeah, you don't want that. But it is a uh, But strange. even still, are we talking about two years being significant when no. you're 80? <laughs> we, need some, we need some youth. We, could, like, we need an injection of youth. Yeah. We need a something else. But yeah, it is a, it's a weird thing to see that. And uh, so watching that kind of stuff. But yeah, we got the birthday thing down. South Korea, that was dumb. And it's, you know, South Korea needs to step up and just say it. We, that was pretty stupid of us doing that thing with, you know, we thought it was a good idea. You guys came along and said, why not just count each year as a year? It's like, oh, yeah, that is better. Because they get like, how do you do it as a parent? You have the baby and then people come over. Oh, how old? And it's like two years. He's two, but he's really only three months old. He was born in the end of December, and since it's March, we're we got to call him two because the rules say. So then, does he go to school at five? And he's really three. That's why they're so far ahead of us. Yep. They're stuffing two and three Early. year olds in school. At least you know it seems like that. Little league. That's why Samsung is so amazing. Samsung's the best. What a product Samsung puts out. Because they're, you know, they're working 14-year-olds to the bone and pretend to be 18. <laughs> they got a child labor force out of this. That is brilliant. genius. The legal age of work is yeah. 14 <laughs> right. in South They're Korea. all 12, just like, ah, oh, but they're all small, so that you <laughs> right. can't tell. You only, you stop growing in the fifth grade over there. Oh, stop it. Yes, it's bigoted, but you know it's true. There's no giant South Koreans, and if they are, they're doing something crazy because they're a, a, one. We found the one Chinese guy, Yao Ming. There's a whole tribe of him. What? Yeah. Well, you got to remember, there's a couple billion people over there. Yeah. So you there's a, seven a gaggle of seven. He's footers. one of those those Mongolian his, uh, uh, hill people. I don't. I don't want to offend. No, no, no. Her. That's you said the tribe. Isn't that what's up there? We're the taller. That was tribe. uncalled for. What? I apologize no. to all the Mongols out there. That Toledo. I didn't say Mongol. Well, that's I, a Mongolian. I use the full term. I apologize. That's, that's seemed, an actual country. What? I don't understand. Holmberg's morning sickness. But no, his his mother was like 6'11", and his dad was like 7'2". He's from a tribe of uh, giant Chinese. A female yeah. over six feet. Well, I don't know. Wow. She was huge, yeah. A Chinese female over right. six feet. Crazy. You said it. I didn't. When you see the Chinese national basketball team for women, and I know oh, you're, yeah, I know yeah, you're yeah. just flipping through the channels. Yeah, you ain't yeah. going to stop. But if you ever take like two minutes to watch that. The Olympics, but, that's the only time I see it. Lumbering giants. South Korea's never really going to put out a basketball squad that worries you. Maybe okay. have one or two people that are over six feet, and the rest of them are. And they're all 12. Watch for the mass exodus of pedophiles now, John. They're all pissed <laughs> off in South Korea. Yeah, well, by they the way. They just lost two years. <laughs> pedophiles. Uh, you've got about three more months before this all kicks in <laughs> to go over there and get the legal 16-year-olds in Korea. You can go to Seoul today and still get one that's 14 that play pretends. Just got to find a winter birthday, that's all. You're born in the end of November. That makes you two years older than your <laughs> jackpot. It's I picture that voice every time I see a pedophile. pedophile. Story. Well, you see, oh, I thought a story. I thought see. I see a pedophile. Oh no, story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. But I was looking at that and I'm like, all right. And the chopstick thing, like Andrew Perez says, can you imagine forklifts replaced with two giant sticks on the front? It was a better idea. And yeah, we just came up with something better, and they just hung on to it. And now it's novelty. You know, you go to Yoshi's, for God's sakes, and Americans are eating with chopsticks. I mean, it's in a bowl. You bought it on Camelback and Central. We'd go with the old building when we'd go to Kyoto Bowl. Yeah. Larry would make sure we brought him back chopsticks. Chopsticks. Can't eat that with Can you be authentic out of your styrofoam? Use your hands. (laughs) 
If you want to be authentic on how it was originally eaten, use your paws. Shove your face in the bowl. I still do it, though. I can get sushi. I do it, yeah, sushi. Because it seems like it's... Use your fingers. Yeah, sometimes you can use the fingers, but definitely it, it ruins it when you're doing a fork. No, it With sushi? Because yeah. remember yeah. before you could work chopsticks? It was easy to eat sushi with a fork. It just seems like it's... You don't like stab it. You scoop it. It works perfect. You're yeah. talking about rice or sushi pieces? Sushi. Like the, you, yeah, the, you grab the pieces. You can just grab them with your fingers, too. Well, that, too. But yeah. But it's less messy. But before you could Less work chopsticks, sauce. you ate stuff like that with a fork and you had no issues. I don't know how they do it with rice. Oh, they're, oh, they're magicians. It. I'm like, it man, that's there. impressive. Just get me a spoon. Spoons are better. But they'll turn and look at you and go, that's why you're so fat. Like, that's probably true. I scoop I don't know. I think it's a lot longer. I've seen them yeah. power yeah. through some rice fast. Oh, they can crush rice. Bowls of it. Just hammering it away with it. There's two sticks together. Pretty impressive. But let's admit when we're wrong, step back and go, all right, Orient. I know you hate being called that, but put the sticks down. We came up with something loads better. Africa's still using their hands. At least that was according to Janny when he took me to that Africa festival and made me eat with my hands. And I looked over and he had a plastic fork and he was laughing his ass off. Why would you eat with your hands if we've got forks? I'm like, oh, I wanted to fit in. With who? And I'm like, and then uh, we, you were guilted then we started arguing. I'm like, look, it's already kind of a tainted Africa festival with all these food trucks. Let's be honest. <laughs> this isn't celebrating Africa in any way that I can go over to pork on a fork. <laughs> it's the opposite of Africa. There should be limited amounts of food and water here. There's going to be a lot more people running around hungry. That's, that's going to make me feel like I'm at a, a traditional festival. Ridiculous. But yeah, the aging thing in South Korea. Suddenly there, and, and they changed it. it, was law. They uh, they have to say, because they, they always count the time in the womb as, and that's well, really, that's what Brady did earlier. Yeah, that's what you got to do if you're saying that, you know, at conception. So, but you got to so figure like from, that part. For me, it would be what, October 20th? That's your, my, around, well, if you go exactly nine months. Right. Yeah. Yeah, mine would be right around Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then, you know, some that were born before, preemies. Yeah, they, they got to add all on that Yeah, they're born at seven months. You got to break that out. And then, yeah, preemies, for God's sakes, what do they do with their preemies? I was a postie. I was about four weeks late. Right. Nobody ever talks about that. Mine was more like Halloween. My parents got it on in costume, probably. And that's why I look like this. Post- <laughs> I took on I like the that. costume. Traits. I, was, I was a post mature baby. <laughs> yeah, I was a very post mature baby. <laughs> That was my rap name for a few years, Post Mature. But then that Malone ruined everything. Yeah, but it's uh, they're going to be at least a year or two younger starting now. But it's a stupid traditional method and their stupid tradition. It made me start thinking, does America have any of those like where somebody's clearly got a better idea? And I know I'm going to get an email that goes, healthcare. Don't. But is, do we have something we're sticking to that we just – I don't think we do. Like some, as far as, like in some stupid like that. If somebody age, comes up with a better idea, we just we just take it. You know what like I mean? What, like well, what I don't like chopsticks. Like uh, you okay, know, like yeah. if there's a better technology and we're trudging along, we're like that's ours now. Well, like, somebody I think we, somebody cut slats in a spoon to make the fork eventually, right? It was always a spoon yeah, and or the, a platter. The, the, the true, platter the fork or was right. two prongs, with doubles. Yeah, and then yeah. they went to three, and then the fourth one was just a game changer. That, that made that made salad a whiz. That then was the four. Does it though? Oh. I don't know if the four times makes it better. Four makes it. They're so not much sharper. No, but there's just it's just it just plucks better. Yeah, okay. Four plucks four, better. I don't trust a three prong fork. When people have that, I, I don't even think we can be friends. They still sell those. I'm like. Mm. Dark ages. Oh, good God, John. Preach to the choir. Please bring that here. My birthday is December 21st. I can retire two years earlier. Now, there's that. There's the other thing to it that now they're like, oh, we got to push that back so people actually lose a year. At the very least, one year. Late late in your birthday, people lose two years. Yeah. And now they got to hump it for the South Korean tax dollar a couple more years. South Korea fixes that real quick. How so? Uh, retirement age is now 82. Yeah. They could do both. Take yeah. two years off you and add two more to the retirement age. All right, John, since you're more talking Samsungs about... More Samsungs for us, though, so yeah. it's great. Since you're talking about better ideas, don't you think the metric system is better than okay, there 12 you go. to 1? There you go. Yes. It, it, that is... The, the base 10 system, we will not give up on our miles, and that is that is our stubborn heels in the ground moment that the rest of the world's like, guys, this is better. 
My dad taught me the base 10 system for basic stuff when he was trying to make me handy, and it didn't work. Right. Because, A, math. Right. That you might as well just be speaking Sudanese. But yet, everybody, like, I'm That's making a better stuff, system. and it's inches to millimeters and everything else. Right. But you still have to use it because you were taught. Yeah. Our way. Yeah. And the 12 system and, doesn't and, work at all. And like all the plans that you yeah. see in online and stuff, it's all in inches. Metric is much better. Uh, the four-day work week, John. Seems a lot of the rest of the world is doing that now. Yeah. Can we get on that? Probably. That's. I like that idea. I, think, <laughs> that's just us I thought the bit. pandemic made that a lot easier to get to. I do find myself when somebody goes, I work four tens. Ooh. Like that's reasonable. Firefighters? Yeah. That well, work f- like firefighters, dude. 24 on. But, but regular four four day work weeks where somebody comes. I just talked to somebody the other day and said, "Yeah, my job's this. And we only we do four tens, and I'm like, four tens is that's normal. That's a regular because yeah. you get that extra day off. You'll be fine. Yeah. Four tens is better than five eights. Yeah. yeah, I like the metric system and four tens. All right, yeah. So we're how digging our heels. T- in how many times stuff. at your eight hour a week job are you there for eight and a half nine hours anyway? The extra hour Often, give you the extra right. day off. Right. Yeah. Go go one more. Yeah. And do it. Yeah. That's very true. All right, yeah, those are a couple of good ones. The metric system's probably our. That's our chopsticks. For so, and I, you know why? Because it would just be too hard to teach people the new way. But you know, indoctrination works. We're watching it happen. We might as well just get it in and just teach the kids the metric system now, and don't teach them the other thing, and have more of a divide between the pairs. Yeah. Screw you, Holmberg. The imperial measurement system is stupid. I say Merca, <laughs> MFers. Yeah, I do like the Merca part. But I bet you there's guys right now in Seoul going, I'm 50. I'm not 48. Korea, man. Like they're going to their, they're going to their right, traditions. Like, yeah. Nationalist. yeah, I don't know if they just go, Korea. Like they cut off the first half like we do, but. I don't think it's exactly similar as metric, but Fahrenheit versus Celsius. The rest of the world's on Celsius. America. 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 I'm staying Fahrenheit without. Is that one? See, I don't know about that. But you, you're the I one. Don't know I don't know the conversion. You always just say it's double it's it double 30. plus 12. Oh, it's plus <laughs> double it and add 30. That's, you're close enough. Are you? You're not going to get a job doing weather. But, it, but like, So the great song, uh, Beds Are Burning. Uh-huh. Out where the river broke. When he sings about the, the in 45 blood. degrees. He's talking about the desert. So double it. So, so that's nine gets 120 degrees. Wow, okay. But we're here in 45, like, ooh, chilly night in the desert. Because <laughs> we didn't do the conversion. But if you do it. So if you do the actual math on that, I think it's like 117. But you're close enough. So that's my conversion rate with Celsius is double it and add 30. And then give or take a couple. Because when I was in Australia, and they're like, tomorrow's going to be wonderful. It's 31 degrees. Mm-hmm. It's 90. 90. Yeah. It's going to be a nice day. Is it dry there? And it was like 86. Is it like here? Uh, it depends on where you are. Oh. In the middle it is. The ocean. I guess you're on the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Most Never of the mind. time they're hanging around the water. Um, on, on road trips, uh, you definitely churn through the kilometers quicker. You feel like you're going places faster. Do you? Yeah, because you're whatever fools kilometers are clicking more. <laughs> do you just switch to kilometers to try to get there faster? No, in, in Canada, the I, cars, yeah. like a rental car. I have to do that. Conversion driving to Rocky Point. Once you get across the border, you're like, 100, 100 kilometers is 60 miles. That's okay, all right. Yeah. Quickly. You're driving. But uh, Raylo yeah. says... I go however fast that needle goes to bury itself. Oh, I don't care if it's MPH or kilometer. you people on that road and going into Rocky Point. No, They're going flying. out of Rocky Point. Oh. I'm not going towards Mexico. <laughs> Well, it's the same principle both ways. Get there. No, no. Quick. No. <laughs> Terrible principle. sonic boom. Do not head. Once it says, hey, welcome to Bienvenido, see Mexico, run the other direction like the rest of the residents Bienvenido there. Bienvenido a Yeah. What the hell are you going south for? Nobody ever tries to stop a, 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 a cavalcade of folks going in. You might as well be an ocean gate. Yeah. There's Real, no, you know. deep, Mexico. Yeah, right, right. There's no news story going, oh, our problem from our northern invaders. Nuh-uh. It's, one, it's a one-way street out of that place. Raylo says, it's still in the honeymoon period. We just started working four tens, and I'm loving it. Yeah. I we know. have a five-day weekend this weekend. Oh. Well, so does everybody else. Pretty much. Truth of the matter is people just have to show up for a couple hours. They're, they're going to be here half a day on Friday and half a day on Wednesday. Metrics is a good one. Yeah. Yeah, t- and that is true. And, and Scott says, problem with the 10-hour workday is, uh, like, construction outside, guys. After, like, six hours, the dude's production, it just goes away. And that's very true. If you're working 10-hour oh, days God, in yeah. this, yeah. you're getting cooked. But they'd start them at, like, 3 in the morning. So, yeah, that guy's right. You know what? You're right. It says, F for Fahrenheit. 
which is an F for freedom. America. Yeah. And I-50, not 48. Korea. The only one Korea. North Korea don't exist to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. What about military time, like- John? Do you think that that would be better? I think we got that one figured. 13, 14? I don't know. You can, that, those are the ones that are kind of, I think those are wishy-washy. Like, nothing's going to change if we change it. Like, the metrics thing would actually be, I think we'd be smarter. I think that makes everybody, a, I think it's just a little bit smarter. Because it's a better system, so you're actually working a smarter way. John, here's how easy us Merkins are. I changed a friend's speedometer from miles to kilometers. He kept getting pissed off because everyone was passing him on the freeway. <laughs> He's going, no, it's like, I'm flying and people are passing me. <laughs> Going like 90. Yeah, I don't know. I'll never figure it out. But I mean, for a next generation, I'm, I'm not smart enough to ever do the conversion. You're going to have to help me through that. Another guy says, uh, Toledo, have John bring back super genius. It's time for him to learn learn us about the world. Yeah, well, super genius is set in his ways. <laughs> He'll figure that out on his own. But yeah, it's just. And some people think the metric system is terrible. And that's why it hasn't taken on. And I think it's terrible because, you know. The Deep South. They're not going to try to figure that out ever. They'll, they'll, they'll wave Confederate flags over oh, signs that God, say, yeah. you think they were mad when we were taking down statues of, of Lee and stuff like that? Wait until we change all their street signs to say, you know, like you try to figure out like it's 161 whatever M's to this place. Yeah. Oh, what's 161 M's? How close am I? How many hours is that? They'll, they'll just stand with Confederate flags going, screw this, I'm American. Where's my miles at? Payson used to be 79 away. Now it's like 180 away. They moved Payson. John, they all confused. They think that they moved stuff for it. The beach used to be 310 away. Now it's 800-something. When did they move San Diego? It's goddamn Mexicans. John, I have one thing to add to this conversation. There are two kinds of countries in this world. Those that use the metric system and those that have been to the moon. <laughs> America! Yeah! just changed my mind bring on miles <laughs> that's true we went to the moon we didn't need no metrics for that we had rulers and we were on the moon we we walked on luna what have you done with your kilometers probably most of that was metric i bet you if you tried to unscrew apollo 11 yeah. You would have real trouble. And like, you had to go get that other half of the craftsman box. <laughs> yeah. Oh, these. Man. The ones I don't understand. 13 MMs. Okay. That to me is 5 eighths. I think I don't know which one is what. John, maybe I can swing you on this. The metric system is better for measuring your Johnson. Yeah. Sounds a lot more impressive yeah. when you give your length in centimeters rather than inches. Helps us guys with a standard issue white boy yeah, that's rod. Me. So what would a six and a half inch? What's a metric dick? <laughs> Well, there's a, that's one metric dick, is it by two, the way. Like two and a half centimeters to the. I inch? don't know. I, I I never even took time to try to learn this. I don't know. Not even to try. No, I have no idea. All right. I'll how, how? What is a metric dick? Because they say like there's a metric ton and a me- yeah, metric. <laughs> what's a metric dick? A metric white boy dick? Because I've got one. Okay, so one centimeter is four tenths of an inch. So. Oh, well, this is t- I see already. Twelve I'm centimeters. Already, I- twelve centimeters is four point seven inches. Man, you're running a twelver. Twenty four centimeters is nine point four. My most recent trip to Fascinations, I went over to the wall of dorks. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it is tough to see, like you know, the six versus and it's sitting right next to a ten. Right, man, I got no chance in this world. <laughs> And then I go back and I lean it up against my phone and go, I'm still poking out of the top of this thing. Okay, so, so your your six-inch rod is 15 centimeters. There we go. All right, that's pretty good. So I'm just, I don't know how long my 13S is, but I come out of the top of it a little bit. So I think that's pretty good. I was looking at the wall of dongs there at Fascinations, and I think I was like around the six and a half something, which is standard white boy issue, yeah. winger. Normal, but you look at those monsters, and you're like, "Why would any woman want the thing I'm carrying? Why would you ever buy that? Why would you ever buy the the I can get this anywhere one when it's sitting next to that eight with some girth?" <laughs> Ladies, I, I beg you to uh, why you wouldn't.
Holmberg's Morning Sickness. I watched the uh, Rock Hudson documentary yesterday. Oh, did you check it's it out? It's pretty good. And, uh, you know, guys being guys and the way they are, by the end of it, they're like, oh. And there's these little old gay men, you know, in their 70s talking about Rock Hudson. And we had a nice time. We went to the beach. We always came to the Malibu house. He wasn't really hiding anything. Super nice old man. And then out of nowhere, he goes, let me tell you this. Rock had an ample dick. <laughs> wasn't going up my bung. <laughs> well, this documentary wow. just took a spin. And then they just talked about Rock Hudson's dork for a little while. It was huge, evidently. I was plowing through almost all of Malibu on the oh, side. Oh, Hollywood. Knew. It was pretty much... He wasn't hiding anything, by the way. That guy was putting it in just about every guy that side-eyed him. And uh, we just didn't want to admit that the the guy our wife had a crush on <laughs> right. was just covered in poop wiener. He loved that stuff. And everybody that is in this documentary about Rock Hudson. I mean, he got AIDS from being gay, of, like a lot. He was a swordsman. Oh, and he had like this guy he lived with the whole time. Didn't matter. And everybody they interviewed, it's like, I met Rock and he loved my work and it was great. Did you guys have a, oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, if, if you were gay and met Rock Hudson, you got <laughs> by Rock Hudson. And I mean, it was... After a while, it was like a Ty, or a Cy Young autograph. Everybody had one. Like taking a spin on the, the bicycle. Derek Jeter of gay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Everybody had one. It was Ferguson Jenkins. Oh, you go to there spring. You go. you go to spring yeah. training. You're getting a Fergie yeah. Jenkins autograph. You met Rock Hudson and winked. You're getting by Rock Hudson. You're getting stamped. And then everybody's like, "Oh, we got the AIDS." How? Uh, the last well. hour and twenty-one minutes of this documentary told me this is inevitably. This was his goal. Anyway, I'm packing about 13 centimeters. Nice. Nice. <laughs> He's like Wilt Chamberlain in 10,000 holes. Oh, man. Yeah. Wilt would have looked at him and gone, you need to calm down. This dude was <laughs> pumping. Why don't you throttle back a little bit there, Rock? Just these butt parties that were like his, his, his house was just dudes laying around with their butts up. Sleeping by the pool and stuff. And Rock would just go by. Good morning. How you doing? How are you? Good to see you. He stopped shaking hands after a while. And just, Something's bad's going to happen, Rock, if you keep... What are you talking? Quiet down. How you doing? I'm going to do a movie with Doris Day. See you guys later. Just present him something. <laughs> oh, what's this? Hey, that's not what that's for. Hey, you bend over. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? I cleaned his windows once. Yeah, I'm watching that thing. I'm like, and it, it, it truly is a sad documentary. The dude had to live in the closet. He chose it. Right. There were, pl- like, everybody knew Rock Hudson was gay because it was, I mean, it was a, co- hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> hey, Rock, the rumors are true. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Straight as an arrow. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> this is my wife. Uh, but, yeah, so they tried it, but he, he lived in the closet because he just knew. And then the guy he lived with, like, well, this one dude said, you two need to come out and just, you know, this needs to happen. And Rock was like all for it, like okay, maybe we should. And his and his buddy's like, not till my mom dies. If my mom's dead, maybe, but we're not doing this until my mom dies. That will kill her. And who was the uh, the other? Was it an actress or whoever? They said you need to pair up. Doris Day. Oh no, they had no. his his uh, his. No, they made it an arrangement. Yeah, his publicist. Kind of I guess his publicist manager's secretary. He married her for three years. She claimed she didn't know he was gay. Hmm. He was never home. He was always outside doing stuff for the gardener. Hey, it looks like the gardeners are. I'll be right back. For I guess. the gardener, or to the gardener. Oh, two. If yeah. yeah, again, if you met him, if you made eye contact with Rock Hudson, you got by Rock Hudson. Whoa! What a pleasure it is to meet you, Rock. Hey, SpongeBob. Oh, what's up? Yeah, it's great to meet you too. That's where that whole thing started. Do not look at the star in his eyes. <laughs> right. right. Don't look at Rock Hudson's eyes. What a prima donna. Trust me. You don't want the business end of Rock Hudson. <laughs> I got it once. <laughs> wow, recovered. God damn it! he's in a room. Run! Avenge me! <laughs> Avenge me. <laughs> I mean, Rock Hudson banged everyone. <laughs> Meanwhile, Brady's mother swooned. Oh, he's a dreamboat. Yeah, that's right. A dreamboat. That Rock Hudson. Uh, was that your husband over there? How's he doing? What has he done? To- like, he was so good looking. Like, women would watch him having sex with a guy and go, he's a dream. Gorgeous. Don't you see what's going on below his belly button? No, just looking in his eyes. That's right. Stare right into my eyes, lady. 
He was hypnotic. But it was a sad thing because the dude... It's a really well-done documentary because they take a lot of clips from movies that, you know, tell the story. It's kind of neat the way they find these things. Because they use the word gay as happy all the time in a lot of his early movies. You need to go down there and have a gay time tonight, Rock, with some fellas, you know, meet some new friends. All right. <laughs> you bet. That's exactly what I'm going to do, he said. And then out the door he went. See ya. <laughs> I don't think he made it from his house door to a car ride without at least three dudes in his wake. That dude put it out there. But it's worth watching because it's just a, it's a mind-boggling. Mind. Senior Hudson, done yeah. with the plants. <laughs> oh, you did a great job. <laughs> so I had sex with the great Rock Hudson. How did it happen? I just looked at him and then the next thing you know, we were in a tight embrace. <laughs> And they're like, oh, my God, he got AIDS. How? <laughs> Watch the doc. Rewind this. You, you, you blueprinted. It's almost a dummy's guide to getting AIDS. <laughs> getting AIDS for dummies. And, then, and I remember this because he, he was on Dynasty his last few years alive. He was a, a, a bit player on the show Dynasty and Linda Evans, the beautiful Linda Evans. She was stunning. She knew him from when he did McMillan and Wife. And then so they did uh, episodes of Dynasty. He knew he had AIDS, but he didn't tell anybody. And they had a kissing scene. And I remember after Rock Hudson died, the big the uproar that the Dynasty set. It's like he's been making out with Linda Evans on set. She's got the AIDS now. Right. And every, nobody knew how it got. Right. You know. I remember that. So they were worried that Rock Hudson was wandering around. It was still when Magic and uh, Isaiah would, would peck on the cheek. Oh, yeah. Well, people were the worried All-Star about game. Carl Malone couldn't be on the same court right. with Magic Johnson in case he got a bloody nose or something. And Eddie Murphy, and the, he goes, yeah, you want your wife to be with some guy who's got AIDS, he's a gay guy, and kiss him on the lips, come home, good AIDS. <laughs> we were all like, ah, oh, yeah, that's probably accurate. <laughs> got AIDS on her lips. We didn't know. <laughs> it was like one of the, it was a, it's a classic comedy bit from the great Eddie Murphy. <laughs> kiss a gay guy in the mouth, come home with AIDS on her lips. Give you the AIDS. <laughs> like, that's how it works. And the audience was, not one person in the audience went, Boo. We weren't sure, but they thought for sure Rock Hudson had handed Linda Evans loads of AIDS because so they all knew. So, John, after seeing the Rock Hudson documentary, when you find the right guy to take your gay, your gay cherry, yeah. go back to the earlier conversation, do you want five, six, or ten inches or <laughs> centimeters? I'd rather have, uh, oof, man. After looking at the wall. <laughs> this is why I'm pristine. It's still, <laughs> oof, with five, six, or ten? Right. I'll take uh, five centimeters. Yeah, there you go. That's a uh, that's uh, about two inches. I that's think perfect for a guy like me. That's a beginner set, <laughs> and he has to be uh, new to it also. <laughs> Not one of them rock Hudson guys. Anyway, it's worth watching. It's fun to watch. I don't know how that came off of that. Oh, and then Ian Schwartz texted me yesterday, and he goes, "By the way, congratulations. This was your idea, and we knew it." Uh, setting up the old homeless campground there in Phoenix, setting up showers. We've talked about this a million times. Now, my new idea of moving them into old malls, that's not been done, but the city just passed a thing. It's like, you know what? And evidently somebody said it at the council meeting. I've heard this on the radio. Me! Nice. So they set up a campground and keep them in one place. Why are you breaking up the zone? Yeah. We know where they are. You don't scatter the roaches. And then, and then go try to corral the roach. Make it, uh, make it, uh, you know, them feel responsibility for keeping it clean and everything else. No, that's not going to happen. You know, well, you think that's a I good see idea. It, just show, sh- close yeah. the doors, You're, close the gates, whatever. When we had the idea of campground and building a big fat wall around it. Yeah. We know where everybody is. They're doing it. The Holmberg Initiative is in play. Close to uh, what, what area did they pick out? Uh, they got a place over there. I uh, didn't see exactly. It's, uh, it's on the thing today. But yeah. They just said it. Phoenix City Council approves homeless campground. Ian Schwartz texts. He goes, this is your idea. Like, I know. I know, Schwartz. Make sure that uh, they give proper credit there, Ian. That's right. When you, when you get Emma Roberts on, on there, do a little hair flip for me, throw it to Holly Bach to tell me I'm going to roast if I go outside, and then go back to Emma and go, thanks to John Holmberg, the homeless have a place to live. The homeless campground. And what did I say? We can afford some tents. This is about seven or eight years ago. Tents, put up tents, showers, bathrooms, 
build a, build a whole section. Stuff from Tent City. Put a wall around it. Have a homeless campground. And go out there. There's no better place outside of this time of year to be homeless than Phoenix. Flagstaff, close second. They could summer in Flag. Put them on a bus. We got another campground up there in Flagstaff for pacing. Hey, they're Back and forth we go. get up to Flag on their own. What are they going to say? I can't move my family. I got work. Right. Nope. You're, just, you're getting on the bus. Got all these commitments, John. Yeah, no. Little bathtubs in the corner. The old well, West had it figured to see out. some of the scattering going on of the zone. You know, they found... Little underpasses and it, they spread out more. They got tunnels. No, like uh, under the bridges. I've seen some separate oh, camps that weren't there. there. Yeah, the uh, they have to move. Here. Correct. That's always been there, but since they've moved have the zone, the one that's there's just been other places the that they've. Uh, yeah. Have you seen the up. one that's that's up on the exit now? On Fifty like, Second Street. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. off to the like what's is that Tovere Castle? Yeah. That's right there. So right on the border of that, there's nine tents. The yeah. other day yeah. when I was going, it'll yeah, just move. Just scoot it around. Homeless campground. Just, it's amazing to me how collective they get. Like it used to be all solitary, yeah. and now they're in now they're in groups of nine. A couple of years from now, when Fiesta Mall is just filled with homeless people, and it's got a little rehab center and a workstation and all this, and you'll be like, I know where I heard that first. In the ninety day program, we have adoptions. That that was my idea too. But you coupled it with the mall on that one. So what if we don't have the mall well, component? What would that we was do the there? euthanasia plan. Well, no. No, you, you get adopted you by a family. you got 60 days to straighten it out. Then you're on the third. 90 max. No, you're on the E-list for the last 30. For 30. That's what I'm saying. 90 max. Yeah. <laughs> the Holmgren Memorial Scientology Campgrounds. <laughs> that works out perfect. Yeah, but you get the 90 days. You get 30 to straighten up, 30 to go get the job and get on your feet. And then if you're still there, the last 30, you're on the E-list. And then a bunch of Christian groups would come in and adopt those people. They'd never allow anybody to They'd take the needle. To. Christian guilt would... It would crush so the churches. And if they didn't do it, they, they, you've got Mormons, Christians, they'd all run over there and adopt these homeless. And if they didn't, then you'd see the true hypocrisy of the whole thing. It, it's, it's, it's a great idea. Just the mere threat of the E-list. It works for the pound. And if the population gets too out of control because we're not paying attention, I hate saying it, but sometimes that euthanasia thing keeps things in order a little bit. It's a terrible, terrible process, and it's our fault, but we got to do it or we'd be overrun. It helps on my feed whenever you get an adorable dog that's oh. at the max. Someone dies today. Yeah. Go get him. <laughs> that E-list and that little puppy staring at you. Yeah. Oh, he's got a week left. You interested? I'm going to go get it. If it was some dude who's like, I can't get back on my feet. The word veteran underneath. You're adopting that guy. You just keep an eye on him. That's all. It's, a, it's a great idea. But yesterday, the news did it, and I just sat there. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Schwartz texted me. We were in the newsroom talking about it. This is your idea. I'm like, I know. I know. I know what to do with homeless people. I know how to make the problem Easy go there. away. Easy there, solution, man. <laughs> That's right. You put them in the campground. You give them 90 days to figure it out. Then, the plunger. Then you get, you know, the diocese comes over and goes, we'll take care of them. This Holmberg plant's horrible. And I'm not going to try to stop you. Anyway, what are you going to do? No, why would you? They're taking the responsibility. Great. Put them in your house. It's just like dogs. I got a thing for dogs. You got a thing for the homeless. Put them in your place. They did a pretty good job, you know, but it fills up too quick. If you go downtown in all those areas where, you know, it's a Salvation Army home centers or some of those old apartments that they've converted but they just fill up so fast. Yeah. Man, they're, they're, they got to do something better than what they're doing, which is just ignoring it and going away. My ideas are good. This guy says <laughs> they need to spay and neuter them, too. All right. That one. <laughs> you can do that one. Although, I'm not against it. I just, that's going to be a tough sell. If you get caught being homeless, you're immediately spayed. What are you doing? I'm talking hey, about straightening up. Straight, straight dogs get immediate ball cuts. If you end up in the humane society, they don't give you like a few days with your balls. They're coming off like right away. Your dog gets loose. They're they're getting rid of it. But their well, their problem imagine. is not enough people are cutting balls off. That's the spay and neuter program for the homeless is a tougher sell. Let me get through my e-list first. Then we'll get into the spay and neuter because now we're really sterilization and e-list. Eh, that's crazy talk. <laughs> pick your battle. Because <laughs> what if they get back on their feet and they want to start a family? You, you know, can't do that. 
No, 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 no. You were homeless you're once. Not rehabilitated That's why yet. we ripped your nuts out. <laughs> Should have never been homeless. Nice job getting back up there, though. No kids for you. That's a tough one. John, uh, there's an old outlet mall in Casa Grande. I know there's another one somewhere up north that used yeah. to be used to be going. They're empty now. Oh, just wait. Just open the doors. Just wait. All this working from home thing. Those buildings downtown. They're going to be so empty in 2027. That, it's ridiculous. We got we have plenty of room what for about the home. all those uh, WeWork spaces. Those, those, those will be empty those too. Collective yep. spaces. They're yep. already empty. They're talking about building a high rise downtown. I'm like, this is a bad investment. That's uh, for the. Isn't that for the college though? I don't know what it's for. We're in a doom. Oh, loop. Oh no, that new one. That's going to be the tallest yeah, one, right? We're in a doom loop. Yeah. All these people are going to be like, why are we renting space out? These people like to work from home more anyway. These big buildings are going empty. San Francisco and Seattle's already ahead of the curve. They're losing. All sorts of commercial real estate. Homeless problem? I don't comprehend. Signed, Toledo's dad. <laughs> What's that mean? They'll figure it out. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there? Have you looked? Yeah, I have. All right. uh, it's brought to you by our friends at Action uh, Ride Shop over there in Mesa on Gilbert and Southern. And uh, I think the guys are getting uh, one more weekend up there at Angel Fire. I just yeah. saw pictures on their social media. Amazing. God, man, those guys are crazy. Um, but if you need anything mountain bike related or just uh, riding any kind of thing in general, if you want to get some early stuff for uh, uh, snow season, oh yeah, Josh was telling me that he they had such a good season. I know it's not snow season. Last but three, last that that he's just done with the snow stuff early on, and yeah. he doesn't order it because you never know how how the snow season. Think about go. skiing in Christmas in July, exactly, and then get <laughs> ahead of it. Uh, on the list today, we've got uh, Pantera. The AI version of My Heart Will Go On. No. Uh, Thunder, Dirty Love. Mm-hmm. Uh, Re- uh, Wrecking Ball by Mighty- Miley Cyrus. What is going on over there with these? Not sure. Square Hammer from Ghost. Always good. Um, my Dingling. Chuck no. Berry pick, for pick, Rock. These, these for people rock. are off their, <laughs> they're off their rockers today. This is My Dingling's are, great. Shine Down, Cut the Cord for your uh, hanging my out with uh, Chat with the boys. Uh, Biz Markey, Just a Friend for AI Patrick. What? All right, we got him off track with the AI thing. Really That's the danger. Break stuff because uh, the internet is breaking stuff from. Lipids. Give me a little ghost. We'll All go right. with the ghost. It's never. It's a no fail when you give me the ghost. And keep in mind, Brett's out this morning at the Safeway. He's over there. Uh, got the water for Operation Hydration. It's uh, heading your way. Helping out the valley's homeless, like I always try to do. It's all my ideas getting used now. Operation Hydration, uh, supplying water to the valley's homeless and others this summer. Uh, and we've got Disturb Tickets, The Offspring, to entice you. Bell Road and 35th Avenue. We'll talk to Brett in just a little bit and make sure that uh, he's okay, he's got his water, and everything's good, and you guys can drop off water and help this whole cause out. You're always doing great stuff for us. We appreciate it. Uh, again, it's not us, it's you. You're the ones who drop off the water. We do our part, you know, by telling you to do it, and then you do, and that's amazing. So we thank you in advance. Because uh, now we're going to need it. 110-degree temperatures are definitely a thing starting the next couple of weeks, and they're going to be way up there in a couple of days. It's getting dangerous. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand-new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.